Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, it's Jim Dudley. Jim, you know, of course, we know that the political season is upon us. November is fast approaching, and in the month of July, we're going to have two cities in America besieged by political parties. First in Cleveland, the Republicans will gather to presumptively nominate Donald Trump for president. And the week later, uh, it's going to be Hillary Clinton in Philadelphia being um, nominated as the first female candidate for president for a major party um, in American history. So there is some significance to what's going to be going on this summer, not the least of which is, you know, the the differences between the two candidates, the differences between the two platforms and, you know, the, the differences between the American people on either side. You know, it's a very acrimonious campaign among the 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 candidates already and it it does appear according to what we've seen so far to be a very acrimonious campaign among the citizens we've had protests outside of various um trump rallies there's been some violence on either side on both of these things um and and in between all of this our law enforcement officers um effectively out there trying to protect those same citizens who are uh, protesting or demonstrating or in some cases rioting um, you know, and not just the crowd control officers. We're talking about street officers who have to get in between two people arguing on the street. You know, how do you go out there, remove yourself from the politics of it, and 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 deal with a charged political season? Well, I think you see law law enforcement officers do this all the time. They they have the self discipline to be in the middle between these groups. So. I've seen it with um, hate groups and freedom groups and uh, First Amendment rules, absolutely, as far as people talking about what they believe in. When it comes to violence, when it comes to crossing the line and putting your hands on people or ripping up their signs or setting fire to something, and that was my my biggest um fear was fire mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't tolerate it um, I know some some of my contemporaries said uh, oh let them burn out their aggression but I, I thought that fire just really infuriated and, and stoked if you will uh, crowds so law enforcement officers have always put themselves in the middle of these different groups uh, you've seen as you said some real violence at these at these um, gatherings and so in the respect that officers have to be neutral yet take control of the situation, I think you have to think in advance, uh, decide to pen uh, different areas, pro and con, uh, uh, account for the media, of course, because mm-hmm. the media will, will want to be there up close and personal, and then have a plan and have a plan for when you give the dispersal order, if need be, and what sort of what, what's going to be your rule of engagement, mm-hmm. right? When do you use force because of a violation? So I always say, look at the the underlying offense, and if the underlying offense is staying where you've been told to leave, I don't believe you should be using that much force. If it's separating two warring factions, yeah, force is going to be needed. Um, aside from from managing the crowds, I think there's a real hazard in um, endorsing candidates or endorsing a position in uniform or not in uniform, but uh, using your title or your allegiance to your department. You should really know your department policy on 
on where you're going to be safe. Don't fall for the pitfalls of jumping in on somebody's social media post, um, pro or con. And uh, be savvy and be aware of, of maybe an unscrupulous candidate uh, or politician who might want to include you in uniform, shaking hands to show that they are pro-law enforcement in what may end up being a, a political brochure. So make sure um, you're, you're either careful of who takes a photograph shaking hands with you or that uh, you don't take one side or the other. Yeah. You know, and you, your point is excellent about off-duty. And I've made the observation that now, correct me if I'm wrong, but for the most part, the cops that I know are on the conservative side of the political spectrum. I don't think that's a tremendous leap. Um, I myself included. <laughs> the, um, the thing that I found even so far is some of my, my friends on social media have, 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 have made a couple of political comments um, that maybe they might not have, have done had they had a, a clearer head at the time. And um, so it's one of those things you have to think it through. You keep mentioning you have to know your policies and procedures, but you also have to think about the consequences of making a statement, even if you're off duty and it's your own personal social media or sure. whatever, um, or for that matter, an in-person encounter. You know, you, you 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 to an extent are always representing the the department, your agency, and. It, you know, you have a First Amendment right to free speech, but you don't have a First Amendment right to remain a police officer. That's a privilege earned through training and through performance. And so what I would say is, you know, for, for folks caught up in the heat of this political season, um, particularly those that are going to be involved in, the, the, in, the, in the, the convention cities and the surrounding areas, you know, I mean, it's taking place in Cleveland, but you can be sure that Akron and other places in Ohio are going to have people coming in from out of town um, to to protest, to exercise their First Amendment rights. You know, so they're going to be kind of caught in the, the most severe eye of the storm, if you will. Sure. But the entire country is really at odds. And, you know, it's plainly clear that even down ticket uh, um, uh, elections statewide um, and to the Senate and the House uh, on the national level, the 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 dislike, I'll put it that way, from one side to the other is is worse than I think I've ever seen in my life. And so it's a time where we're entering this season. I think it's a good time to have a reminder that, you know, yeah, you can have your political stance, but it's probably a good thing to keep it to yourself in the voting booth. Um, and yeah, you can have um, people on either side shouting each other down, but you have to be able to get in there and be that intervener when things begin to go south. Right. And I agree with you. It's it's the worst I've ever seen in in any election as far as uh, the feelings that people harbor against a, a candidate. And so you've seen the physical violence. I just hope that there's no uh, extreme violence at, at a uh, gathering. And in similar to my European trip, the times that I, t I told my wife that I that I was really nervous was at the queue when you are about to gather to go through security. And for someone who knows that they're armed or they have explosives, that seems to me to be the most dangerous mm -hmm. point. So once you, as a participant, once you're through there, you're fine. But those to me um, seem to be the, the, have the most danger potential at these sort of choke points. Well, it's a fatal funnel. I mean, that's it's what you're talking about is right. the fatal funnel. It's a classic example of that. Um, well, 
we certainly do want to hear from you on your thoughts about this political season. If you want to send us an email, it's policingmatters at police1.com. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, your, important, your, 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 your thoughts and your opinions are important to us. And uh, we do hope that you use that email to communicate with us. <laughs> <laughs>